Hello, I'm Julie. Hi, I'm Matt, and you're listening to American Polly. In this podcast, we will discuss intimate topics that highlight ethically non-monogamous lifestyles. We're your hosts, and we're so excited you're joining us on this adventure. Our podcast covers sexually explicit material and is meant for mature audiences only. So please, if you're a minor, navigate to a more appropriate podcast. Neither of us are licensed professionals, just average Joes, and our opinions should be taken as such. If you find our podcast interesting, please like and subscribe. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, or visit our website at American-Polly.com, where you can check out our blog, ask questions, leave comments, or view our merchandise. Now please, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hello, this is Julie. Hi, I'm Matt, and welcome to American Polly. Tonight, our episode is going to be about the E in E&M and the importance of being honest. Wow, that's kind of a heavy topic for tonight. It is a heavy topic, but it's an important one. It is an important it's, one, and I would like the to... the importance of being honest. It is. <laughs> and speaking of honesty, I would like to reach out to our listeners really quick. Oh, yeah. Um, we are still working out the bugs a little bit on our recording, and we would like to apologize to you guys if you happen to notice some of our recordings are a little hollow sounding. <laughs> some or, of them are. Some uh, of them we sound like we're in a cave. <laughs> yeah. And we just want to say we're trying to fine tune things a little bit, and if you'll bear with us, we will get this nailed down. Yes. Matt has designed this amazing sound box for us, so we're hoping that this one comes to you from a very clear point of view or a very clear audio track audio track of view hearing view i don't whatever i don't know something like that what? we hope we sound good that's the bottom <laughs> line right there <laughs> <laughs> so back to our topic back to the topic so this is pretty in-depth and then you know this can get really kind of miscued in a lot of relationships mm -hmm. because what exactly is honesty to you and me could be very different things, right? Right. Well, I mean, I, it's more than just being honest. Like, it's more than being like, you know, I took the last Oreo. <laughs> like, it's more than that, right? <laughs> so, first of all... You know all, they come in half, right? We can share. We could share, but who gets the middle? I know, you split the middle. Oh, I want the middle. What do you mean you want the middle? I'm greedy. Why? <laughs> you don't know yet how greedy I am? No. <laughs> I'll show you later. <laughs> um, that will not be on the recording, folks. <laughs> so somebody once told me when I first got started in, it was actually, I think when I first got started in swinging, that if you have, so opening up your relationship, swinging, poly, E&M is like a magnifying glass. And you're looking at your relationship under this glass. And if you have problems, or insecurities. They are going to get magnified. Absolutely. They're going to be bigger. So it's something that you want to think about when you're getting started in this is that that magnifying glass can make, it can make great things better 
So if you have great points in your relationship, it can make them big and beautiful and amazing. And if you have problems, then it's going to magnify those problems too. And so you want to quickly identify those problems before they get swept under the rug and they become like giant speed bumps. Right. Well, I know for me and you, like when we first got, got together a little bit and you, you were actually seeing some other people at the time and, you know, you had actually had... Matt a, makes it sound like I had a Rolodex. You didn't have a Rolodex. But I, and no, and, but, <laughs> but no, you, you had a couple of people that you were I did. dating. I did. And there was one instance where you were actually going to going out with this gentleman, but you had voiced to me that you were a little bit uncomfortable about a situation that was going to... I possibly was. possibly mm-hmm. transpire mm-hmm. and so that amped up my insecurities julie was really nice enough to share these with me and you know like my insecurities with that was like is she okay is she safe is she um all right well and to let our our um, listeners kind of know the background here matt is always super concerned about personal safety and that I'm being treated well and that I am being, and that whoever I'm with is careful and- Treating you with the same dignity, respect, and kindness that I would show you. Exactly, right? And so the the problem with this particular scenario is that it was a person I had not been out with very many times. And this person wanted to explore some kinks that I wasn't super comfortable with that would leave me very vulnerable. And Correct. so- that was Matt's issue is, is she going to be okay? And I did voice my concerns. And I think that kind of really was hard for him not knowing is some boundary being crossed or is there going to be something that is going to, you know, she's going to be upset or hurt or, you know, something's going to happen to her that, that I wouldn't want to happen to her. Right. So, and, and it's very, he didn't know this other person that I was going out with. He'd never met this person. So it was definitely hard for him to visualize what that would be like. Right. And it was just kind of, it was unnerving because I knew after you voiced your concerns, it kind of amplified mine. Mm -hmm. And that's totally a normal response, I think. Well, and I think the thing is that we didn't really talk about it a whole lot ahead of time. Mm -mm. And it wasn't. It was kind of a last minute, oh, by the way, this is may or may not happen. Right. And then, you know, it was kind of like, well, is she okay? Is she being kind of like, I hate to use the word, but is it, are you being forced to do something you or want? Or coerced. Yeah, or it's coerced. It's a word, you know. Yeah. Or, you know, is he going to give her a couple glasses of red wine so that she lets her inhibitions down or, right. you know, that kind of thing. I, I just so. didn't want you being taken advantage of or being put in a situation where, you know, you are certainly not comfortable and you're not. Oh, absolutely. I wouldn't want you put in that position either. Right. And so I knew this person well enough to know that my safe words were, would stand and my safe words were important to him. But you didn't know this person. Well, no, I didn't. And I think that's the thing is like you know, in a relationship, you really have to be honest. And we talked about it afterwards Mm -hmm. and you're like, well, I didn't even look at it from that, from my perspective. Right. And the first time that I had been with someone in a long time that I needed to look at that perspective because my other partner that I was with was not concerned at all. Right. He was more of that. Well, you handle your things yourself and you'll be fine. And he doesn't, he did not really, he was not really concerned with those other things the way that you are. And so not knowing that you needed that 
which is where honesty and communication comes in. Right. We had quite a bit of conversation after the fact. We did. And And I I think we've stayed on that same path since then. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So honesty is definitely an important factor. I know that you have some issues with honesty. I do. And one of my big issues is just not lying. I trust someone at face value until I find out otherwise. And once you cross that line with me, then it is very, very hard to get back on that other side. Um, I was in a previous relationship where I was lied to um, for an extended period of time. And consistently. Consistently. And it has left me, I don't know what the correct word is, but it, it kind of left me... Apprehensive. Well, not apprehensive because I still trust people mm-hmm. until you give me a reason not to trust you. And when you give me a reason not to trust you, I question every single thing. So maybe jaded? Jaded is a good word. Jaded. And that's understandable. I mean, when you've been systematically lied to over years and years, that is... That's a rough thing. That's hard. I mean, I think that's probably one of the hardest things I've had to process through. For sure. And then, so you need me to be an open book for you. I do to a, to a point. Like I, I mean, I don't need to know every single detail if you're out with someone, but I do need to know that you're safe, that you're okay, and you're where you want to be, and not because you're being coerced to be and I think too for you it's also knowing who where and when yeah it is where you know what's your plan for the night like where do you where are you going to be in case there's an accident or an emergency or some you know national catastrophe happens and like when are you meeting up when will you be home kind of thing yeah just just a check-in just a general respectful this is what's happening okay right you know Heading home, whatever. Right. Um, or hey, I'm good. I'll talk to you in the morning. Right. So. And that's that's just a a relief for your mind that you know what, when and where and why or yeah. when and where and who, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't need to know like, hey, you know, we're doing this now and it's freaking <laughs> awesome. You know, I'll take a picture and send it to you, type of thing. I don't. I don't think you'd like not like that. I wouldn't not not like it, but I mean, I'm just saying it's just like, it's it's not it's not part of the honesty that I require. Right. It's, that has nothing to do with honesty. That has more to do with eroticism. So right. But, <laughs> but I you know I think for me it's just like if you've been very aware of my need for honesty in mm-hmm. a relationship and you've never given me anything to question your honesty. Mm-hmm. Um, Thank you, baby. I try hard. You, you you do an excellent job, and I, I I I really applaud you for that, because I mean coming coming from a relationship that I was in, I am kind of surprised that I'm able to trust like I can, but as I'd mentioned prior, like you have never given me any reason not to trust what you say. Right, and I think that too. I've always been like, I don't have anything to hide. I really don't. And if you want to, like, I would. Here's my email. Here's my phone. Read it. It's a soap opera. Have a good time, baby. No, no, no. I <laughs> so, mean, but so that means a lot coming from the relationship that, that you I came. were in. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, it was so secretive and so like. Clandestine. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or clandestine. Or... Clandestine. Clandestine. I don't see. That's just okay. I love to read. I am such an avid reader, right? And I read amazing, wonderful books and poetry. And then I know the definitions of these words, and I know the context, and then I use them, and I fucking pronounce them wrong. Every time. <laughs> So it's so frustrating because I don't get to use the words. Like, I get to you use, get to use them. Just it's not. just rare. No, you can use them all you want to. But nobody would know what I was saying. Right. I know. It's frustrating. It's okay. So it's clandestine. Clandestine. Fuck. All right, I got it for next time. Sorry, sorry, everyone. <laughs> I'm learning. <laughs> but what I was gonna say is, your need, <laughs> and Matt is shaking his head and laughing at me. <laughs> And my face is all red. <laughs> um, what I was going to say is your need for me to be an open book sometimes kind of runs into a vulnerability for me. Well, and sometimes it's really difficult for you. And sometimes you struggle with wanting to tell me how you feel. Right. Not necessarily about like maybe our situation, but maybe a different situation so, that you're okay, in. Okay, let me give you an example. When I meet someone new, mm-hmm. I went out on a date, I mm-hmm. met someone new, and it's sometimes hard for me to tell you that I'm into them. Yeah. Right. I get a big grin on my face when you do that. I know. I know you do. But I'm always a little bit worried about telling you, oh, my God, I like this person. Like, I really like this person. I'm worried about that. Like, okay, if I, if, well, then will he think I'm not into him? Or will he think that it's a replacement? Because it's not. Or I worry that if I tell, okay, the bigger worry is when I tell you that I'm hesitant. Like, oh, I met this person, but I'm really not sure because they're kind of back and forth and it's hot and cold and I don't really know how I feel like I might want to go out with them again or maybe a couple more times until I know how I feel because in my past I have had a person that I was dating and we were open and when I shared those things he would try to rationale or reason through my hesitancy or my my confusion feelings and then when I didn't jump on his advice he would take that as an insult and then there would be fights. So I know for me, I don't, unless you ask me specifically, what do you think of this? I don't tell you what to do. I'll ask you questions and I want to know how you feel about it. Right. Because even when you give your opinion, you don't assume that I'm going to just take it. And that's like, I don't, I don't give you an opinion until you, until you, until there's an opening Right. But even if you did, even if you did give me an opinion, yeah, you I wouldn't could... just assume that, okay, I gave Julie an opinion and she's going to take it and now that's going to be law. Well, it's just like if you if you came to me and said, hey, I'm thinking about wearing these, these three outfits, which one do you think? And I'd be like, well, I think you look really great in this one. And then you start trying stuff on and you're like, you know, I don't want to wear this one. You want to, I want to, I'm not going to be upset that you didn't wear it. Exactly. Exactly. But see, I was in a relationship where that wasn't the case. So but, then my hesitancy sometimes lies in, I want to tell Matt everything, but I'm also afraid a little bit because when it was good with this other person, it was fabulous. When it was bad, oh Lord, was it bad. It was five hour long, tearful arguments until two in the morning bed. But, yeah, I don't, that must have been really difficult. It was, and it's hard for me sometimes to get over it. Um, but Matt is not like that. I, it, it just, it just I'm, is I feel like, getting past that. I feel like I'm encouraging. I don't know if that's no, how you... No, you are. Oh, for sure you are. I, I totally agree. 
I, I just I didn't want to come across like you know oh you have to do this no do no that. you but, don't but I don't want to say that my past dictates my future but it definitely impacts me a little bit still your past impacts your future a little bit sometimes we'd be crazy not to let it otherwise we would just make the same mistakes over and over right well we yeah learn. well that seems like the world though I know but I don't want to get into a political anyway. conversation. Anyway, so, okay. So, ethically, not everyone's on the same page. No, and I think that's what, I think that's, okay. So, we've we've actually had this conversation about how, you know, there are some boxes that we check for each other, and those are big, super huge, big check marks. And then there's other boxes that we don't check at all. And I think being honest with your partner if you do either if it's with a couple or a, a single or however you guys you know if you guys both kind of date individually or whatever you're going to meet people that check boxes for you that your partner or your spouse does not yes there's and, a big one i don't check for you i don't kayak well yeah you love to kayak i do i'm terrified of it well i like being outside i mean this i, mean, I like being outside as long as there's no mosquitoes but the kayak, like I am, I still have this fear that I am somehow going to get stuck under the kayak when it flips over, because you know it's going to flip over. Whoa, we can get a log. <laughs> I'm just afraid I'm going to drown. Like it's like, what is our, our friend calls them floating death traps, and I kind of agree with her a little bit. I'm terrified of it. So I'm going to get you guys both in one. Oh my god, we're if, not going to leave land. It's going to be. No, no. If you get in a tandem one, you're going to be like, oh my God, I can fall right off of this. You know why? It's, it's, that will never flip because she and I both are going to be like stone statues sitting in that kayak. (laughs) No, no, no. So here's the trick to kayaking. So you will not, you will never flip if you do this. Okay. Okay. If you're in a lake or. or Is there red wine involved? No. But no, you look, you look at the horizon, it'll automatically stabilize you really yes that's the whole trick well this is definitely not in a river river i mean like if it's a big deeper river it's fine but i mean if you get into stuff with like you know sticks and rocks and stuff that's different but i don't do that i don't get the like white water stuff i'm more like lazy you could probably bring wine (laughs) you know probably could do it if you're gonna bring wine yeah i know (laughs) well anyway just saying that i do know that there's some things that you're into probably not into but that's okay. I mean, but it, the, here's the thing, though. I mean, like, I'm into some things, and you're not into some things. You know, I know that you love musicals. Yes. But, oh, my goodness. This is so funny. We went we went to see Wicked, which is my favorite musical. I love Wicked, right? And at the halfway point when intermission happened, I turned to Matt, and I'm like, what do you think, baby? And he's like, I don't get it. And like I could just feel my my excitement balloon just just deflating right before my eyes, exactly just like that. And I was like, "You don't like it?" And he's like, "I don't really know what's going on." And I'm like, "He's like, they sing everything." I'm like, "It's a musical." No, <laughs> not his thing. No, give me a movie. I need to talk. I need dialogue. <laughs> I like the music. So yeah. anyway, I just they are they were phenomenal, case. phenomenal artists. You know what? And they was very well produced. I had to hold myself back from singing along. Aren't you thankful I did? 
There's a reason you drive by yourself sometimes. <laughs> there is, isn't there? <laughs> I knew it. Matt doesn't like my singing. I didn't say that. My lack know, of singing. <laughs> you know, you you always sound better by yourself in the car. <laughs> okay, well, moving along. So I do want to mention the when we talk about how ethically not everyone's on the same page, the amount of people, men, that we run into online. Oh, hold on a second. Before, I'd like to go back just a second because I don't, we got off topic a little bit with okay. our, yeah. Okay. So what I was going to say is talk to your partner and find out what boxes that may or may not be checked right. that you find in when you're meeting other people. And do let your partner know the boxes they check for you. It's right. as important as letting them know the ones that they don't. Right. Or the ones that you're seeking in someone else. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Maybe not even seeking, but just discover. Right. You know, because you may go out with somebody and you'd be like, I, I didn't know I was really into this. But now that, you know, they turned me on to this. Now I'm, wow, this is really cool. I didn't know that I liked going to. I totally felt that way about burlesque. Yeah. Before Which, I met my previous partner, I had never been to a burlesque show. Now I, I take lessons. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's really cool. I mean, the one we went to out of state, I mean, that was just amazing wow. and hilarious, too. It was. It I mean, was awesome. It was really, really good. It was good. Um, and, like, we were a little... We were... Crazy, like, deer in the headlight, because we had no idea. We had no idea what we were going to was going to be that. Stellar. Yeah. It was just like, wow. And we um, couldn't even throw money on the stage. Yeah. I know. It's weird. Anyway. Anyway. Um, okay. So, yeah. But back to boxes. Definitely check your boxes. Talk to your partner. Talk to your partner. I mean, this is like, you know, obviously, if, you, if you're going to go out with somebody and you... The, for the first time, you don't know how many boxes they're going to check. But if you know, hey, you're you're talking to them, be like, hey, I didn't know you were into, I didn't know you were into musicals. Oh, I, I like musicals too. And then you guys have an hour long discussion on all the musicals that you've seen, and you know now that hey, I can definitely go on a date with this person to a musical. I have a musical buddy now. I know you did. <laughs> more, more. Wow. All, I know, right? You know, he's what? an English major. It's perfect. You know what? By all means. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yep. <laughs> so I did want to mention, okay, back to what I was going to say. We're kind of all over the place. We are. We're all, I, I had a glass and a half of wine. We're all over the place. So I did want to talk about how many independent men we run into. Now, we haven't run into a lot of independent women, but I don't want to be sexist here. It could be just as many women, but for us, it seems to be. Oh, no. It could be. It's not. It could be. Have you been on some of these sites? I have been, but I'm just saying. I don't. I'm telling you, I've looked. It's way. (laughs) Yeah, it's like here, and you guys can't see, but I've got one arm way up in the air to men, and (laughs) my other hand is like on my knee. So yeah. Well, but the thing is, we have a lot of independent men that are reaching out to us for threesome play, right? Or just even, I mean, I think they're just desperate for anything really whatever it is that they're reaching out but we always get the same it's either don't ask don't tell like my partner doesn't my partner knows i'm on here but she doesn't want to hear anything about it she's not involved well and okay i get that or we get the um 
my partner's frigid. I'm in a, I'm locked in a um, loveless marriage. I'm on here, but she doesn't know. We get a, we get a lot of those. We get a lot of, I'm on here, but my partner doesn't know basically. And the thing that really aggravates me about single men, I'm going to go, I'm going to get on my little soapbox here for just a second is that the messages that we get, there's something they don't, you basically have to say, absolutely 100% not interested. Do not message again. And Mm -hmm. it's, there's no polite. Thank you. Not interested. That isn't enough to like get them to not message again. Like it's very, like, it's almost like they're salesmen pitching. Right. I, and it's just like, okay, you know, look, if, and we even have it on our profile, we're not looking for single men. Mm -hmm. And yet we still get, solicited now that's not to say that i don't enjoy a threesome with two men because let me tell you i do but it's not that that's something that we have to seek to find right that's not an issue to to find so i think that the problem and the problem i have with it is i am not going to be able to be attracted to someone and like want to be with someone who i know is lying to their spouse or partner I think that's very disrespectful. It's not it being, is. it's not being honest. Well, cause then I wonder, well, what are they going to be like with me? Right. You know, there's no trust there. There's no, no there's and I don't want to sleep with someone there. that I can't like feel, I guess I'm relationship driven to a point maybe because I just, I mean, I love spontaneity. Like when we go to an event and, but I, if somebody tells me point blank that they're lying to their partner, I'm going to be like, well, that makes you kind of sleazy. Right. And I don't like it. And I especially yeah. don't like it when they try to defend that with, oh, well, my partner doesn't sleep with me or I'm just in it for the kids or whatever. Because I want to be like, I get your point. But yeah, I mean, you've, you know, you like, guys fix, your, got, fix your either. Issues. Yeah. Either, you know, go to counseling, talk to your spouse or I mean, here again, we're on our soapbox. But I mean, it's just kind of it's just disrespectful and it's not being honest. And like the whole don't ask, don't tell thing bugs me. I want to get on this for just a second. Like in open relationships, when, when Matt and I are seeking secondary partners, I have come across several people that are in the don't ask, don't tell. From a male standpoint. Yes. And my issue with that is if you aren't telling your spouse who you're with and where you're at, like, how do you reconcile that? You know? And then that means that are they always going to expect me to, to be coming to me like I'm never going to see their house I'm never going to see their real life because that's a whole part of that person that you never see sure right so they can create a complete facade and you don't even know it yeah exactly you can be like I live at 2232 Mockingbird Lane over in wherever and right. you know and you just don't if that's you your never... home address, I apologize. <laughs> that would be weird. <laughs> Actually, if that's your home address, you need to vlog us and tell us, and we will totally send you some sort of prize because that would be bizarre. <laughs> but the point is we that... We need picture proof, though, not just like, oh, it's my address. Oh, right. See, Matt's into honesty. <laughs> right. But the point is that... I want to separate people who are cheating on their spouse from don't ask, don't tell. And that is very difficult to do in that situation. I feel like it's very difficult. It is really difficult to do it. It's not fair to you. No. It's not fair to you. 
because you have things that you need to be checked from someone. Mm -hmm. And that's one of them. That is one of them. Yeah. You know, and that's part of being honest and that's part of being open about things, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's not always easy and it's not always fun. And sometimes you get put in a difficult place. So I think that like as a couple, you and I have kind of been on team. If people are don't ask, don't tell, we're kind of team. No, we, we are team. No. So really, I mean, even though we're approaching it. Yeah. Who's going to wear the team and who's going to wear the no. Sure. Do it together. Yeah. But like, even if we're approaching it. Oh, so I'm going to be the team and you're going to be no. (laughs) It's a good shirt. I could use it for lots of things. (laughs) Be like, what do you want the answer to? Well, here you go. No. But even when we're dating openly and not and independently, we're both kind of that same opinion that don't ask, don't tell doesn't really work for us. No, it does not. So that's just whether we're approaching an individual for threesome play or whether we're at dating independently and approaching somebody for secondary play or secondary relationship. That's just something that as a couple, Matt and I have thought through and we're like, neither one of us are ever going to be okay with only halfway knowing someone. Right. So. Yeah. I mean, it's important to, for me to know that she's safe and she's with someone as we've, as I mentioned before, mm-hmm. who's going to treat her with dignity, kindness and respect. Right. You know. So that gets into the whole, as a couple, you should make your own rules and boundaries for the types of couples and types of people that you want to meet. Right. Right. And be on the same page. Decide what's important to each person, what's important to Matt, what's important to me. And then we know going forward that, okay, this scenario is not going to work for us. Right. I mean, here's an example. Okay. I mean, um, I, I tend to be a dominant person. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not like overly bearing, dominant type of thing. Oh, oh no, no, not outside the bedroom, but in no, the bedroom. No, oh. but I mean, even still, even then, I'm not like, you know, I'm not, I, I don't feel like I am like overly dominant, though. I'm dominant I, to a point, but it's more of a yeah. sensuality dominance thing. Yeah, oh, no, I didn't mean you were like... Mean about it? Yeah, no, 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 no. I think you're strong. I think you confuse dominance with with strength. So, I mean, I know I'm going to speak for Julie. I know that she wouldn't want me going out with someone who is going to try to control me in the bedroom. Oh God, no, because that's not your thing, right? At all. Yeah, that would definitely be. Yeah. You would not be into that. Yeah, I'm not into like being Mm -mm. dominated. No, it's the opposite. Yeah. Which is a good thing. Right. But I'm just saying as far as being, I mean, you know, knowing your partner and knowing what they want, you don't want to get them mixed up or, you know, I would, I'd hate for for Julie to get um, in a situation where she would be uncomfortable, Mm -hmm. you know, or or be with someone. Ironically, meeting in a situation that would be uncomfortable is somebody wanting me to be dominant because I'm not. Right. Well, I mean, not only that, but I'm just saying being put in a situation where you don't feel comfortable mm-hmm. in a, you know, in a, in a, in whatever. Hey, we're going to go, we're going to go to this, this, this little CD bar somewhere and, you know, whatever. And you're like, um, no, I don't want to go here. Mm-hmm. Or even, I mean, it doesn't have to do even a bar, but I mean, even a play situation. Or if someone wanted to take me to like a club. I wanted to play at the club right. because that's not always my speed. And that is something that I have really only ever considered doing with Matt 
And I'm really not at a stage where I would do that with anybody else because of trust issues. Right. So that would be a pretty hard no for me for anybody else. Right. And I think you'd be upset if you thought somebody was pushing that boundary. I would be upset, you know, because I know how how uncomfortable that makes you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's unfair. And it would make me very upset and very, it would break my trust with that person. Not Mm -hmm. with you, but with that person. Right. And I'd be like, I, I would have to voice my opinion, like, I don't know that I feel comfortable with you seeing that person again. And I would want you to be honest about that. I'd want you to tell me, yeah, you know, how you were really feeling because but, your opinion matters and your feelings matter. But you know what? You've been on some dates and you've told me like, oh my gosh, it was really good. It was amazing. And I'm like, when are you going out again? Right. Because I, you were so happy. I could, my gosh, you were smiling from ear to ear and you're just like, oh my goodness. Like. And it's, it's such an amazing, weird feeling for me to be able, I mean, okay, so I know we've been together a while and I know I should be used to this, but given my past history, to be able to share that with you and you be excited for me and be happy and be like, you get it, girl, is just, it still feels like an anomaly for me. Right. Yeah. And I don't know when it's going to change. Well, I'm, it, it doesn't have to. I yeah. mean, it's just whatever. I mean, it's, if it does, it does. Big, it doesn't, it doesn't. It's a big headspace for me. So. Yeah. I, okay. I just love to see you happy. I mean, no matter what. Aww. You're the best, baby. I want the same for you. <laughs> <laughs> so some common honesty rules that we think you should think about. These are things that Matt and I kind of talked about and we're like, these are like some core rules, not rules, but core ideas, guidelines, guidelines that we try to follow in our relationships. So telling each other about new partners, how much and when? Yeah. I mean, I don't, if Julie, okay. Again, I'm going to get on my little soapbox here because mm-hmm. for, I feel, and I could be totally wrong. And I, if you guys want to correct me, that's fine. But I feel like it's much easier. I feel like women get approached way more than men oh hell yeah but it you know you can talk to half a dozen guys online Mm -hmm. right to meet one but i don't need to know that you're talking to this is going to sound funny but every tom dick and harry (laughs) um it kind of feels that way sometimes but i mean i don't need to know that you know you started talking to dick and then the next time you talk to Dick online, he sent you a dick picture, you oh, know, God, dick pics. They're like, they're like, just wait till we ask, please just wait, refrain yourself. It's not all that. I mean, sometimes it is, but it's not all that. It's more about what you do with it than what it is. Like, if you don't know what you're doing with it, you could have like the most amazing, whatever, but I want to know what you're going to do with it. Like, it's not really exciting to me until I get a demonstration. <laughs> now who's turning red? Holy red. mackerel. I'm just saying that, you know, okay. I think we've already talked about this in another podcast where sizes and everything. And it's not because it's really about skill because yeah, skill is everything for me. Anyway. Okay. Sorry. Can wow. we move on? <laughs> <laughs> Folks, if you could see how red she is. Oh my goodness gracious. <laughs> oh, it's hot in here. <laughs> no, it's not. I feel like it is. <laughs> so 
another thing is like when for me when Matt stops smiling at me I can't even concentrate when so when Matt meets someone online and he starts talking to another woman I want to know right away yeah he doesn't want to know until it's a thing well, I don't want to know until you're going out. Until okay, until we're actually meeting, you don't want yeah. to know. I mean, because you're not, you're not in, you're not going to be. You, I feel like you have enough wherewithal. Mm-hmm. If somebody's going to be rude and ignorant to you on over the computer or on a phone call, then or, you're. I'm not going to go out with them. Exactly. Right. So you. It's not. So yours really comes from like that whole personal security thing. So for me, it comes from the point of cheating. I've been cheated on so many times. And so when you meet someone new, I want to know right away. Like, oh, I met this woman reached out to me. We've been chat. We started chatting yesterday back and forth. It's going pretty good. That's all I need to know. But I don't want you to wait until you have a date set. And then like three weeks later, you're like, hey, I'm going out to coffee with, you know, Jessica. And I'm like, who the fuck is Jessica? Right. Right. So like, I need to know sooner than that because my insecurities come from a totally different place. Right. And and I think that is something that Matt does for me. He knows I need that and he tells me right away. And then I, on the other hand, wait until. Yeah, because I don't need to know. Right. I mean, and it's oh just my like. God, can you imagine trying to keep him straight? I couldn't, no, that's I don't craziness. have the headspace for it. Exactly. I really, really don't. Yeah. And that's fine. You know, that's totally it's just fine. like, you know, hey, if I'm, if you're going to go like, hey, I started talking to this person like two weeks ago. And we're going to meet for coffee. I'm like, cool. What's he like? Right. Then tell me. Then tell you. They give me the scoop. Give me the lowdown. Mm -hmm. And then, okay, cool. Let me know when it's over and you're all right. So talking to your partner about the when they need to know and how much they need to know will really help when you're being open because then you know where's the threshold, right? Exactly. And so we have different thresholds, but we respect each other's threshold and we try to fit into that space and try to and not keep step that, on the threshold exactly and keep that communication and honesty open that went right over your head what it what and try not to step on the threshold i don't get it do you know what the threshold is that's the little thing on the door right yeah isn't that the thing that you're supposed to step over with a bride yes are you going to carry me over the threshold no i'm I'm just saying. <laughs> Aw, what are you saying, that? What are you saying? saying? Never mind. I don't it was know. It's supposed to be a joke, but oh, it's just went right no, over. No, I'm super curious about what you're saying. What are you? What I'm saying is that you <laughs> try not to to get up on the threshold of each other's insecurities and vulnerabilities when it comes to being honest. Right. Yeah. yeah. Make sure I, that you're. I not. was saying not to step on the threshold. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. But it was a play on words. It was. It was kind of like the title. Oh, the title of this, yeah, this podcast. Right. I was so excited about that. Matt didn't get it, but that's okay because he's not a play person. He's not a. I'm he's a not a person. musical person. I'm not a musical person, but I do enjoy. I'm plays. pretty sure the importance of being earnest might be a musical. I know that it was made into a movie, which is a really cute movie, but I think. I don't know if it's a play or a musical. I have to look that up. I, I love theater. Yeah. Yeah. Just not musical. I'm not a big musical guy. So, okay. So back to back to our conversation here. We are sidetracking a lot Man, tonight. We are. Super. So another common honest honesty rule to have with each other is safe sex. Yeah, big time. Like that is something you really want to talk about. Like, where are you at on it? How do you feel about it? 
please don't wait until you're with some. I think you. everybody in the '60s messed up our safe sex deal. They did. They did. Yeah, they kind of did. And so we now now is something that we have to talk about. So make sure that you discuss with your partner where you're at on well, that subject. I know where we're at. I know where we're at. Yes. And this is something that came up for us recently. It is something that came up for for us recently, and I think. It surprised me that we were kind of both on the same page with it. It did. Actually. It did. So we... Is that true for you as well? Mm -hmm. It did. I was... I actually thought you would go for it. So can I... I'm going to tell our listeners what, what happened. Yeah. So we are fluid bonded. Matt and I are fluid bonded because we're primary That partners. is such a disgusting terminology. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We don't <laughs> practice safe sex. The funny thing about that is... Uh, to with each other, let's clarify. <laughs> with each other. We the, don't use prophylactics. The first time somebody asked me that, I was at dinner. I, was, I remember where I was. I was at this amazing Italian restaurant with this lovely gentleman. It was a first date. I was telling him all about my primary partner. And he goes, so you're fluid bonded? And I said... No. And he was like, oh, you still use condoms? And I'm like, no, of course not. And he's like, then you are? And I'm like, what's fluid bonded? Yeah. Because I th I don't know why, but I thought that meant something to do with blood. That's like the first thing that came to my head. Yeah, Maybe we, because we I haven't was cut our right? hands up and tied them up. I know, right? Yeah. Like, that was a weird statement. But anyway, okay, so we... We practice safe sex outside of our relationship yes we always use condoms outside of any play that we have outside of matt and i is with condoms right and so we have one couple that we play with very frequently that we're very connected to very right. very we're very close to very very, much, very different very it's a very loving situation and uh they asked if we would like to extend that bonding to, to our quad Right, to no condoms. Right. And uh, now, I... just to specify where both of uh, me and the other gentleman are vasectomy safe, but still, it's, I don't know why I just shared that. But I mean, it's, it is an important thing to consider because pregnancy is an issue, right? right? But for, for Matt and I, there are some things between us that are kind of like... Um, they're kind of like the things that are bonds between us. Well, it's okay. So I apologize for my ice in my glass. Um, He's out of bourbon, ladies and gentlemen. Um, which is okay. <laughs> um, it was delicious while it lasted. There you go. Mm -hmm. um, no, I think there's certain things in a relationship um, that you share with your partner mm -hmm. that is uniquely yours. Mm -hmm. And when I say yours, it's, it's you and your partner. Whether that's cuddling on a Sunday morning or taking a walk together after work or there's a special restaurant that only you and your partner go to mm -hmm. um, or perhaps there's a special place that you guys go to. Julie and I share a that's something that we share together is to be to not use condoms between her and I mm -hmm. and we don't. We're not comfortable sharing that with other people. Yeah. Even even our friends who we're super close to and right. Um, we I mean even even and it's it's as close as being 
like I, I definitely express to my partner in that quad that I love him mm-hmm. and I do love him. I think he is amazing. He is a wonderful, wonderful person. He is so, so precious to me, but that's still, it is still something I'm not willing to give up with Matt. Right. So that is still a very important bond between the two of us. And I wasn't sure when I told him because they did, it just so happened that I was with this couple and Matt wasn't there. And they approached and said, you know, we've been talking about this and we were going to wait until the two of you were together, but we thought we'd go ahead and mention it. We've been thinking about this. What do you think? What do you, how do you think Matt would feel? And I was like, you know, I really don't know. I need to talk to him about it. And I kind of hedged around a little bit and didn't give him an answer. And then he and I talked, and I think I was expecting him to be like, oh, yeah, yeah we could do that, you know, no big deal. And then when he's like, well, I don't know. And then I'm like, yeah, I feel the same way. I don't know. And then we talked about it, and turns out we were on the same page, and we didn't even know. Right. Which is kind of nice, because. It is nice. I mean, I don't want to take away, I don't want to take that away from, from Julie. I don't want to share that. Yeah. It's kind of a thing for us. It is. And we don't have many sacred bonding things between the two of us, but that's one of them. Right. So, so that is definitely there, but that, and then, then we, another thing I wanted to bring up is like our reconnect. And I know we've talked about this in previous podcasts, Absolutely. but that is a definite thing that Matt knows. I have been honest with him about how I feel the need to reconnect with him after I play with someone else, after I've been with someone else, I want to talk to him. I want to hear from him. I want to, even if it's just text, yeah. It doesn't matter. I need to know that we're still good. Yeah. I mean, I, and I think that's important. I mean, after we've been with other people, whether it's individually or together, I it's always nice to go back to Julie mm-hmm. and hold her and just feel her in my arms. And you know that I'm there and that I'm that we're all good. Yeah. It's that security, right? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just kind of refreshing. It's like a, it's like a safe space. It's like yes. creating that, um, that safe spot for everyone. Right. And it may be different for other people. I mean, mm-hmm. other it people... could be, I mean, other people may not need that, but the thing about it is if you do be honest with your partner, I need this. Yeah. I need this from you. And you know what your partner will be like, well, I don't need this, but if they're open and honest and care about you as an individual, then they they should definitely want to give you that want to be able to provide mm-hmm. that to you. But you they can't know if you don't tell them because we're not mind readers. What? No. Seriously? Can you read my mind? Sometimes. What am I thinking right now? <laughs> oh my goodness! I know exactly <laughs> what you're thinking right now. <laughs> the fact that I want to run my toes up and down your leg is probably telling you that, huh? <laughs> I, well, you are running your toes up and down my leg. I know. I'm being super subtle tonight. <laughs> I know. But that is something. We're not mind readers. So tell us, tell your partner what you need. Yeah. I mean, and I, I saw this really great um, uh, comic, actually. And it was, um, it was about uh, couples. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the couples, uh, one of the comics was this couple trying to explain their sexual desires mm-hmm. to the other person. Mm-hmm. And like all these tentacles came out and these, it was like, it wasn't, it wasn't meant to be. Did you know tentacle porn is a thing? I do, but it wasn't meant to be that, but it was like, (laughs) you know, like, uh, you know, spider legs and like all these really creepy things Mm -hmm. came out and the, the comic, the partner in the comic 
like went over and hugged the person Aww. that had you know like basically they were sharing their kinks right. and then the the other person's like well i have my own kinks and then they kind of went and were like, oh, we're not so, you know, they could have been really far apart, but they were like, you know, I respect you for telling me this. And right. I, I, you know, basically. You Your know. kinks are okay with me. I accept yeah. you, and even if you and, have them. And, and I think that's <laughs> one of the things that the, they were getting at right. is that it's so hard and for people to go, hey, I really enjoy X, Y, Z. Yes, it is. And having your partner being like, no, you're a weirdo. It's so strange. I don't want to date you. I can't believe you're into that. Type oh, of thing. baby, you're getting into a whole other podcast. I am getting into all of it, but do I'm do one on sharing your kinks and the and the and the way to go about that. Well, I think we've had to do this. We 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 have. Yeah. But I think though, what I'm getting at is being honest with your yes. partner is kind of where I was leading into this with, you know, telling like, hey, I really enjoy this and i know that you're not comfortable with it or maybe you are comfortable with it and i really need this from you right you know and it, and it's, then it, giving it, your partner that space right it transcends honesty transcends across all relationships mm -hmm. um it doesn't matter if you're primary or you're secondary or if it's friends know, with benefits friends with benefits or anything you know mm -hmm. if you can be open and honest with someone and them not judge you because you happen to like something and that's half the battle right there right and i think that's kind of like a i, I want to say it's it's kind of like a synopsis of of this podcast mm -hmm. is just being able to be like hey you know i kind of like this or i'm not comfortable what do you I think i kind of like this i'm not comfortable this is what i need those those are all things that we're trying to talk about here. Be being honest, being open, being forthright. Yeah. Is so important. And I think that this these things will strengthen your relationship, will strengthen your bond, hopefully. Yeah, not only with your primary, but if you guys have secondaries and mm -hmm. thirds and fourths and fifths. Metamorphs for your metamorphs? Not metamorphosis. No. Different thing. Metamor. Metamor for your metamor. Can you spell it? M-E-T-A-M-O-U-R? I think. I don't know. I got a, I got a human dictionary. But you can say the word. Fuck off, Matt. <laughs> and so in closing, <laughs> folks. <laughs> How'd you like that? <laughs> what a way to wrap up a show. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think of that. <laughs> But yes, we, we do hope you've enjoyed our discussion about honesty. We would love to hear from you if you have any comments to leave on the blog for us. I know um, we are so excited about hearing what our listeners have to say. And you can email us at julie at american-poly.com or you can email me at matt at american-poly.com and we individually or together will respond yes yep we love to do that so um i think that is about all we have to say tonight so until next time i'm julie and i'm matt thank you for listening to american poly if you enjoy this podcast please like and subscribe
And you can also support us on our website at American-Poly.com.